Welcome back to another podcast session with um, E.R. Chung Sao In of Sao In Architect. And we're going to continue where we left off in uh, part one. So you were just saying um, uh, about Stephen Hawking there, Sao In, uh, from our, what we last talked about. And if if Stephen Hawking was th- thinking about the black hole and, and, and this the things that he was doing is researching on, that's a lifetime. But the student of architecture only have about a year to, from beginning to the end. And um, even if they started in the fourth year, this, you know, uh, maybe the subject matter, um, they want to do something else in the fifth year, different <laughs> from the fourth year, for example. Um, but I think it says a lot when you you say that uh, you have this something interesting and the research is complex enough and the, uh, the the school should uh, should acknowledge that if it's a almost like a journalistic work that is very thorough and that should be commended and given a good um, evaluation or assessment by the school and um, but you know at the end of the day we are architectural school and you did mention that we have to move away from building to look uh, you know the turning if we can see that architecture in the bigger picture and uh, digging up, uh, asking the right questions and doing the research like the Xinjiang uh, example that you mentioned last time, uh, that would be much more uh, fulfilling or satisfying to find, uh, to, to articulate the problems better and whether or not it's an architectural solution or not is something else. Is that what you're saying? Um, in a nutshell, what, what, what would you like to 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 add on further to this? Yeah, I think um, I think for for anyone who study architectures, uh, I'm sure there are, some of them are, are very passionate, but uh, not everyone's like you must actually destiny to be architects. You must. Tr- Track into a, a role of architects. I think the the knowledge when you learn in the school of architectures, uh, it can be applied in many many ways, and they can still be very meaningful. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Practicing yeah. as an architect is important too. Yeah, but I think the skill of architectures uh, can also create uh, a lot of other things. Yeah. This this seems to resonate with with uh, our our best students in the part one, especially in part one, they decided to be a film document, uh, documentary um, or decided to do that or decided to be an artist. Uh, you know, there are many things. Some even become a boutique owner or <laughs> go into business. But um, that seems to be resonating there. But in, in, um, in the degree, uh, uh, in the first degree, it is... We, the way we design the course is more towards um, a vocational or a technical school, you know? It was in the past a technician, we're producing technical assistance. But uh, I mean, there were debates about it should be more liberal arts. It should encourage students to, to read more and the project should not be so technical. So there are still those, those, those uh, different um, thinking uh, about the curriculum and architecture education in the first degree. Because when after the first degree, when you 
you go into master of architecture or this part two, because you decided to be an architect. You have that already the agenda to either do part three or you know you decide to go into architecture proper rather than other discipline, uh, other design disciplines. Yeah, the skill of uh, building is still very important. Um, how to put things together and because at the end, architecture is about the art of building. How do you craft it, uh, the whole process of the putting things together and creating that at one, as, as one building or, or multiple buildings. So, but that doesn't discount the importance of uh, the thinking behind of all that, that whole process. So I think these two, they, they come hands in hand. And, and that also took me a, a while uh, or, or many years to, to come to realize that because we always torn apart between these two, two uh, thinking that whether it should be uh, encourage people to think freely or we should train them more on technicals. Uh, but actually, all these two uh, becomes very, very important. You, you can't have one and without the other. And it won't make a, a, a good architect if you don't have that. Now, this is very fascinating to me because it's the first time this point is raised, but it is not a surprise, this point, of uh, using your hands more of making things in the first degree. This really makes sense. Students really love that furniture project. I mean, maybe not your year. There was a time when the students, uh, when they thought, thought about the best thing about uh, first degree was the furniture project, for example. And, um, and academics are debating, you know, about, you know, what should be done in the first degree. And um, I think you, 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 you sort of uh, push a button here, lah. push a button uh, for, for us to think about how the first degree should be done. And um, yeah, I mean, I, there should be a, a bit more, um, uh, what do you call it? less control by the expectations of uh, perhaps the Lembaga Architect Malaysia or those, um, you know, uh, dictating the, the curriculum of the schools of architecture that we allow to explore. Um, they would argue that we don't, they don't dictate, but there's this expectation of, you know, uh, first year you have to have a single house, single use, you know, uh, first is the module capsule design, then it ends with the retreat house, and then the second year is a pavilion, and then you have a gallery or something, or you know, and and a bigger building. The building goes bigger and bigger from 500 square meters to 750, and then in third year it'll be 1,000 to 2,000. You know, that sort of way of thinking about curriculum, and it's just thinking about di different building types. You know. One would be more user oriented. One would be more art gallery. You know that sort of thing. That's, that's how people still think nowadays. But <laughs> there's a danger in that, isn't it? <laughs> I think the frameworks are trying to the frameworks that the uh, the curriculum have at the at the moment now. Uh, it's it's still relevant uh, to test the. Uh, to test the complexity of the student, whether they're able to handle um, so, so many factors at the same time. Um, 
but it is the it's actually on the per- perception on how to to look at things. For example, like 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 the course of uh, history. Um, I still remember during that one of the assignment we have uh, during the, the first degree, we have to each of us have to study one architects. So I think we were given we were given each of one, one of us were given one architect. I was given someone um, uh, William Morris Red House. To be honest, um, <laughs> I I finished the assignment by copy and paste some of the articles from. I found from different sources. That wasn't good. That, that, that history course is not. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't really understand of that. But uh, but uh, but that that actually I don't know. But after many years, when I try to clear my, my my storage, when I look back at things again, I start to read about it, and I start to realize William Morris actually is about arts and craft movements. <laughs> and then I start to read more and more, and I start to see that their relationship to Art Nouveau's and then how they been, yeah. you know, move from there to, to modernism. I start to see all these things come along, but I, I don't understand it at that time, you see. Yeah. I think the cause has the, the, the ingredients is the way how, how you cook it, maybe. <laughs> That's very good. That's a very good point that you 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 you, you pointed out regarding study of history. In fact, um, now is the they, they don't call it history of Western architecture anymore. They just it's much more diluted um, in terms of uh, history is not really regarded as a major subject and uh, something that if you were in certain countries you would have a proper class on Greek and Roman and a proper class, you know, several classes and not just quickly, you know, uh, half a class or half an hour on it. And uh, yeah, it, the approach where you were given an architect, whether you like it or not, and you happen to be reading it later, you could have just thrown it away, right? You could have just like, that's it. But you have the, 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 the you, that sort of person who, you know, uh, a curious, I think, wanted to know. So you, you picked it up again. So the, good good on you. Now, um, we were talking about site context issues driven studio approach last time. And we're now talking about um, the studio curriculum or the other curriculum, class, uh, like history of architecture. Is there uh, other thoughts on the relationship of school and practice that you would like to add? from your personal viewpoint or experience uh, further than what we've talked about, looking back from practice to the school that you could add further? I think school are definitely very important. It's a formation years of everyone's. And I think the, 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 the perception on how to look at things uh, is very important that we can train during school. Um, one, one thing is probably like when it comes to projects, right, we tend to have uh, this common question of asking what is the concept of that project. Right? I think that has actually sometimes carried through even right to practice. When we look at one project, we try to ask what is the concept of that project. And uh, sometimes it can become a cliche. We we trying to find identity, 
identity or a team for every project. And then it's more like a marketing that is easier for you to remember the projects. But um, as we know, we will, the space that we live in, the house we live in, actually we know that every day when we live in, it's nothing to do with the concepts. It's about everything. It's not just about when we say that project is about cross-ventilation, but the project is not just about cross-ventilation. It's also about lighting. It's also about the plumbing, how it works. It's also about the how we channel off the, the, the rain. When you say it's a cross-ventilation project, it doesn't mean that all these other aspects, it does, it's not important anymore. So when there's a design concept, sometimes it, it traps our mind that we're trying to prioritize certain things and then as if like other things is less important so that we can focus on just one thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I like to go and just give another mm-hmm. um, opinion on that uh, design concept. When I uh, coach my second year student, I said that you have to deal with this word concept because people try to mix idea the word idea with the word concept. They're two different things. So, you know, the concept, uh, arriving at your concept or able to, to come up with a concept, your drawing must be able to show the concept. You know, it's not just quantity. It's, it's not quantity at all. It's quality. You know, the quality of your drawing, the, the, the design process that you arrive at detailed design, even as a second year project. What more in the design thesis? You actually went round and round, you know, have um, massage the drawing in, in the detailed design pr- process. You call it development stage, but going into detailed design. And then only you can, you can actually uh, solve, uh, like you said earlier, the efficiency, uh, resolving the architecture efficiently. When you go and do um, many times, you know, you don't be satisfied with just a scheme and that's it. And you try to pr- uh, produce it. No, you, you have to do 12 schemes. You know, and that that will uh, that uh, role to insist on that will be the tutor's role. If the tutor said something is good but it's not good, there, if there's no concept, the tutor says you're you're fine. That's a dishonest way of teaching, in my opinion. Because, like you said, that is that is a very important point that you said. The student learn about concept in in school, and it's a create carry on until. Um, until uh, you practice, you know? And whether you want to be a commercial architect after school or you want to go into marketing or a PR guy or project management, it doesn't matter. But this, what you can carry away from school is understanding what a concept is and actually having some projects that shows the concept, that understood what a concept is. That from people say, for goodness sake, Naziati, uh, they will say, uh, of course, students know what is a concept, right? No, they don't. You don't test them. You, you haven't really tested them out to see whether they understood what a concept is, because that's what you say. Uh, you, that's what you said. So in this is that my concept is to do with a lot of cross ventilation. So you're right, so in in saying that it's to do with the whole architecture, aesthetics, the the, the experience, you know, the phenomenological side of it. The how the, the when it rains, how the architecture feels, and when it's sunny, how the architecture feels, you know, right? So, what does how does your concept deal with that? It's not accidental. The problem is 
if you start letting the computer design for you, that is accidental. And I keep on, I keep on asking the student, don't design accidentally, you know? And they feel that it's fine. And everybody's saying, that's beautiful. You did the animation, you did the, you know, you're lying to the student, you know, that they have achieved it. And that's the role of the lecturer. It's both, both sides, like the students and the lecturer uh, need to actually be in a learning environment together, you know? Yeah, I think the concept ideas are very important. Uh, it, it, should, it should, if I can say that, it will be meaningful that it comes from an observation, a scientific, a scientifically uh, analyzed. It's a fact rather than something that uh, a propaganda you're trying to put on about the projects. So, in that way, I think the projects would actually carry on uh, certain. It will carry a certain solution for certain things. Yeah. We are coming to the end of the session now and um, maybe about five minutes. What would you like to add to what we've discussed in part one and part two? Maybe you like, there's some points that you'd like to expand on, uh, Samin? Uh, I don't have that at the moment. I don't think we can understand everything uh, at one point. So I think architecture is for me, I, I mean, at least it's a process of uh, discovery. I, I learn more and more as, as when I go. I think I still, there, there are still many things that I, I really don't know. Yeah. Especially when I go to a new place, I, I, I'm totally, I find that I'm totally naive to that new site. Yeah. So uh, maybe, maybe you could tell us what, what your, this exciting project that you're doing at the moment and, and what your concerns um, this this recent project is completing soon is in Tanah Rimba and then is building on the slope. Um, at, at the beginnings, when I look at it, I, what my concern is how to create a great architectures you know through different contours. Uh, but at the, at the end, I realized that uh, building on the slope. I realized that uh, the most what most important is actually uh, how the buildings could actually sit safely on different contours. How do you channel off the waters? How do you choose uh, the building to be seated so that it can be stable? So when there's a movement on soil, the building doesn't move. Using the advantages of the, the site and the contour. So, yeah. You must be working with a very good structural engineer then. Um, they, will give you the, they will give you the solution once you have the strategy. So the strategy and the analysts still have to come to us. Yeah. Then they will calculate and then they will, they will say, okay, option one, two, three, you can do this. But without understanding of how you want to cite the buildings and all that. Uh, so the architect, the architect needs to have some knowledge of a topography and what a drainage and, and this, you know, a bit more than just you know, a bit more knowledge, like not just a little knowledge on Very how to work on the site. Yeah, it's an art of building. How to build, to make it buildable at the same time it's beautiful. Yeah. So with that, I think we come to the conclusion of uh, our chat with uh, Sao In. <laughs> Good luck to him and all his Thank projects. You. Yes. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Okay. Thank you so much for taking your time. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye.